Hey, 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 you're listening to The Carl Taylor Show. I'm your host, Carl Taylor, and in this show, it's really about helping support you in your journey of entrepreneurship and life by me sharing bits of my journey and conversations that I have with others, as well as talks, presentations, and all of that that I can share. Now, in this particular episode is a snippet to part one of a two-part series, so stay tuned for part two, but this is part one. And this is a presentation that I gave to a group of teenagers in particular, um, where these guys were all looking for advice, support, and this was a presentation that I gave them uh, where I shared my journey in business uh, based on some of my early life experiences. And I shared a lot about my own story and talked about the stories that we all make in life and that ultimately everything is really a story and you are the narrator, you get to choose. So uh, let's jump straight into it. This is great content. Please enjoy. Calling all entrepreneurs, small business owners, lifelong learners, and people of earth, I'm calling you to step up into the greatest version of you, a happier you, a healthier you, a more loving you, a you that is truly feeling healthy, fulfilled, and alive. My name is Carl Taylor, and I've been building businesses since I was 15 years old. And the one thing that has always, always stood out to me is that running your own business, no matter how successful or not, will be the best personal development journey that you ever ever go on. And so in this show, I share with you some of the most important lessons that I've learned and continue to learn on my journey in the hope that it may help you guide you in yours. You're listening to The Carl Taylor Show. So I am super excited to introduce our next guest speaker for the virtual summit. Um, He definitely wants notepad and pen in hand. There's going to be a lot of great strategies and ideas that he's going to share. Um, So I met Carl Taylor Many years ago, it was, I think it was around 2000 and in between 2004, 2006, somewhere around there, about 15 years ago. And uh, Carl actually came along um, to speak at one of our All Stars events. And uh, it, fun fact, uh, I didn't know that at the time, but that was Carl's first ever speaking gig, first time he ever got up on stage. And uh, since then, he's done it many, many more times. Um, Carl is a serial entrepreneur. Um, and what I love about Carl and what he's probably going to bring today is a very unique uh, and thoughtful perspective on, on how to go about life, just to go how about going about the game of life. And uh, he's going to share some of his entrepreneurial journey and probably pepper with some really great life lessons. Um, you know, I, I have to say that uh, certainly at the retreat, um, I was a student to Carl's presentation. I was happily sitting down there, taking notes, asking questions. Um, so really, really thrilled to have Carl along. So please join me in a round of applause to Carl Taylor. Hello, hello, hello. Checking that all the tech is working. Can you see me and can you hear me? Maybe give me a thumbs up if you can. That would be amazing. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for that uh, introduction, Brent. I really love it. And I'm super excited to be here. Um, just a quick gauge. Uh, I, I, can't, I got you across two pages. Um, so I'm going to scroll through all of your smiling faces, which is amazing. So I, I suppose like a quick question just to kind of gauge where we're all at is how many of you like Superman? Thumbs up if you like Superman, thumbs down if you don't like Superman. I'm curious to know. All right, I'm seeing, I'm seeing one thumb that's on its side like that. <laughs> Lots of thumbs up. Brock, I'm disappointed. Um, uh, you, you may have noticed I've got a Superman 
somewhere in my little uh, background there. I personally am a big fan of Superman. Uh, as a child, I actually used to believe that my name was actually Kal-El, which is what Superman's real like alien name is, Kal-El. And I thought my parents had just pronounced my name wrong. It's not Carl, it's Kal-El. Um, so that I have, I have a very close affinity uh, connection to the character of Superman and Clark Kent. And I think Superman and Clark Kent is a really great analogy as well because it kind of shows this duality of what life can be, right? Uh, it, I don't know how well you know the story of Superman, but Clark Kent is actually the alter ego of Superman. One of the things that I love so much about Superman over other superheroes is, you know, Spider-Man, he's all well and good, but he got bit by a spider and his alter ego is actually Spider-Man. He was first Peter Parker. He became Spider-Man. Superman was born Superman, and he puts on this persona of Clark Kent, the weak, bumbling, nerdy kind of persona. And the reason that's really important, and I identified a lot with that, will come about as I start to share some of my news. So thank you so much for those of you who are, are fans of Superman. Um, Basically today, what, what's my goal? My goal is to share with you some of my journey that I've been on. I'm 34 years old and I started my first business when I was 15. Uh, so I, and I started learning personal development and things properly at a, probably around 19. Even though I'd started business earlier, it wasn't until about 1920 that I attended my first seminar. So you guys have got a huge advantage on top of me uh, and my journey. And I want to be able to bring to you some of the lessons that I've learned over the last 34 years. In particular, most of the lessons I'm going to share are what I learned in the last 12 months. So how I think that would be useful if you could maybe fast track and take 34 years of learning, you could get some of the biggest ahas that have impacted my life dramatically in the 34 years in the next 45 minutes. Give me a thumbs up if you think that would be pretty good. Awesome. Thank you. Love that. So that's my goal. Um, and before I get into that, I really do want to thank Brent again for the opportunity to one, be here on his vir first virtual live summit. Uh, super excited for a couple of reasons. One, it gave me a really good excuse to go and deck out my office and set up a nice, better uh, backdrop. Thank you, Brent, for uh, giving me the motivation to get that done. Uh, and secondly, as he said, my very first ever presentation was to an Empower You room. And so I have, there's a lot of love in my heart for what Brent does and empower you and, and everything that you guys uh, represent. So just thank you for showing up on a Saturday, being here to grow and learn as best you can. Are you liking this episode? Then why not leave a short review and hit me up at carltaylor.com. Send me a screenshot of your review and I will send you a nice surprise gift. I'll start a little bit with some of my journey and I'll be interested if, if anything I say you kind of resonate with, it connects maybe with some of your own journey, just do a little thumbs up just so, you know, we kind of know and I know I'm not alone in this. Um, but I had a really happy childhood, at least according to my mum. right? I don't really remember a lot too much, blocked a lot of that out. Uh, but I had a really happy childhood and then I went to school. And school, all of a sudden, according to my mom, that happy child seemed to disappear. Uh, that was the start of primary school, then it continued on to high school. And uh, yeah, who can relate to school kind of changing some of your personality? It's kind of what happens. It's an interesting experience. And some people, it really, they thrive in it and others, it really can hold them back. Uh, the story I told myself is that I was a very shy and introverted kid. And I was very smart, pretty smart, but I purposely would hold myself back. I remember specifically, I put 
wrong answers, knowingly wrong answers on tests because I didn't want to come across too smart because I didn't want attention and being bullied. So I, I specifically held myself back because I didn't want too much attention on me. So interesting enough though, uh, while I, my journey of school was a lot of bullying, a lot of, uh, I didn't want to stand out because I didn't want to draw attention to be too smart because that would make me being bullied. I didn't want to be too dumb because that would potentially get me bu being bullied. I just wanted to blend into obscurity. Uh, it made it more difficult in high school in particular. My mother was a teacher at the same high school I went to. So that also added some challenges. But anyways, at 15, I decided to start my business. But let me give you a little bit of a snapshot of where that came from. I remember once in a metalwork class in high school and there was this guy, his actual name was Guy. We'd had issues over the years and anyways, he gets right up in my face in this metalwork class. And anyone know those like protractor things uh, in math or if you've done metalwork, like, you know, like you dr to draw really good circles, you know what I'm talking about? In metalwork, you've got protractors like that, but they're really, really sharp because designed to scratch into the metal to allow you to draw the circle on metal. It's not a pencil. It's actually scratching into the, into that um, steel or whatever it is you're trying to do. And so this guy comes right up to my face and he's holding right to my eye, the pointy end of this protractor, literally millimeters away from my eye. And I'm not backing down. I'm just like, I'm just going to stand there. Like I'm petrified. I'm like, but I'm also fired up with adrenaline of like, screw you. I'm going to, I'm, you know, this, I'm not cool with this, but literally he's so close to my eye. All it would have taken is one person to bump me, bump him. And I wouldn't probably have two eyes right now. And that was a really defining moment for me. Cause I remember leaving that class. I came out of that classroom, picked up my bag from the floor. And I remember muttering under my breath, I will own you one day. I will own you one day. Until recently, I wasn't quite, I, I've, I've been working out the last 12 months. Before that, I've always been, I'm still quite a skinny guy, but I've got a bit more muscle on me now than I did back in my high school years. Uh, I was never really a, a, a well-built guy. So I never expected that I was going to beat him in a fight. That was not my genius. That was not my skill set. I wasn't given those kind of genetics. But I thought, you know what? I'm going to own you one day because he's going to work for me. That was the day that I truly decided that I was going to be rich. And the moment I made that decision to be rich didn't necessarily come from, I'm not saying this is a great place to come from. I'm just sharing this is what my reality was. This is what my reality was. I'm not saying that it was the best, but it came from a place of I'm going to get back at my tormentors. And this journey, if in my age, I was the outcast for having a business at the age of 15, that was not something that was standard. But it's funny, all the people since that I've met who have similar journeys where they started businesses at a young age have a very similar journey. They were bullied as children. They weren't happy. And the part of their want to create wealth and to grow came from this I don't want to be in that situation. I want to have security. I want to have status. I want to have power. And that was where my initial journey in business came from. I wanted to have power. I wanted to have status. I wanted that so I could get back to my tormentors. And I was also useless with women as a teenager. And I thought that if I had lots of money, I'd be able to have really great women. I'd be able to have my pick of great women. That was the mind that I had as a 15, 16, 17 year old Carl. And I see a few people like shaking their heads going, oh my God, that's crazy. And it's, it is crazy. And I look back at it and it's crazy, but that's where it came from. Since 15, I've sold three businesses. I run a multi-million dollar business right now called Automation Agency. Um, I have 40 staff, 40 team members who, who do all the work. I pretty well don't do the work. 
although the last few months with COVID, I have put a little more, a little more effort in than I previously would have. Uh, but I financially retired at the age of 31, meaning I had more money passively coming into my pocket than I have in expenses at the age of 31. And so that was a huge freedom, huge freedom that instantly opened up the world in a whole new way. And all of that's amazing, but it didn't ultimately leave me feeling fulfilled. Didn't leave me feeling fulfilled. None of it. Amazing, but I didn't have great connections with family. I didn't have great connections with my partner. I didn't have a good, a healthy body. And so while these are all really cool parts of my journey, I want to make one thing really, really clear. And I'm going to flip to my iPad to show you this. All right. We're curious. Anyone got any thoughts? Just type in the chat box. What do you think are some of the key things I'm about to share with you? Have a good guess. Purpose, relationships are key. Physical health. These are all really good ideas. Putting your money on things that actually matter like charity and helping others. Everything I just told you is all about my story. And this is something that we all as humans do. This is actually what we as humans do really, really well. We tell stories. In fact, uh, in the book Sapiens uh, by Noah Yuval Harari, highly recommend this book. It's a big read, but really fascinating. He posits that is actually the fact that we as humans tell stories that has allowed us to become the dominant species on this planet. The fact that we tell stories is why we have been able to sit. Think of this. Think about this for a moment. How, firstly, give me a thumbs up if you have been in an airplane ever before. You've ever been in an airplane. Awesome. Fantastic. And if you haven't, that's totally okay too. You can give me a thumbs down. Here's the thing. If you've got a whole bunch of like chimpanzees, for example, let's say we got an entire plane full of chimpanzees and we put them on a plane. Do you think that they would sit there? patiently with their seatbelts done up when the light says fasten seatbelts. So why do we as humans do it? What's the difference? The difference is we've all bought into the collectively agreed story that when that light is on, you sit down and you do yep, your seatbelt. That's all it is. It's a story. That's all it is. And so what I'm really wanting to get you to understand is that Everything I told you, while it may have been true in my experience, it is only a story. And when you think about your life, it's only a story. Everything you think about your life. And there are ultimately two major stories that make up who we think we are. Two types of stories. The first story is an identity story. These stories are really built with these kind of beliefs. I am this, I am that. So for example, in some of the stories I told you, what were some of the things that you remember I said I was? What was some of my identity? I said I was skinny. I said I was smart. I said I was introverted. I said I was introverted and weak. Yes, these were all an identity story. So there's a second type of story because someone mentioned bullying. I wouldn't say that bullying was an identity story. That was an incident story. We have identity stories and we have incident stories. Identities are the things that we say, this is who I am. Incidences are about, this is what happened to me. So um, we got these two stories, identity and incident stories. What I would love for you to do is just take 30 seconds right now. Don't take a lot of time. You can either share it publicly or you can keep it down on a piece of paper. I'm going to leave that up to you. I encourage you to share it publicly. But I'd love for you to share what is one identity story that you hold about yourself right now. And once you've got your identity story, I'd love you to share what's one Actually, no, hold off on the incident one. I'll, I'll come to that in a second. Just do identity story. What's one identity story that you tell yourself about who you are? Phoebe says, I'm driven. Love that. Elise says, uh, yeah, positive or negative. Doesn't matter, Elise, positive or negative. You can choose because they're all there. They're all part of your stories, whether they're empowering or disempowering. Bubbly, extroverted, creative, confident, quiet, but funny, um, wise. I love that. Uh, creative, kind-hearted and passionate. 
weird slash strange, um, creative and amazing. I'm whoever I choose to be. I love that. Quirky, positive, groovy. Yeah. Motivated, different, optimistic. Amazing guys. I love all of these. So we've got these two stories. We've got identity stories. We've got incident stories. We can start, it's quite easy to start to pick up on these identity stories. What about incident stories? Let me, let me share with you. Um, now I'm hoping this is not going to freak out. I am going to try. Let me share one of my incident stories and how it shaped me. I told, I already shared one with you today, actually about the event that I had in metalwork, right? That was an incident story. This thing happened to me, right? This was an event that occurred to me. This guy came up to me and did this to me and I walked away and I muttered under my breath. I will own you one day. That was an incident story. Another example I can share from my childhood is when I was eight years old, I was in under eight soccer. Coach was the father of one of my friends who was also in this, in this soccer team. And this particular guy, the coach yelling at us, yelling at me and telling me that I was a girl, that I couldn't kick, that I was useless. That particular incident in my life shaped so much of my life. What I walked away from that is I walked away with some identity stories. This is how they're interlinked. We have identity stories, but most, not all, but most of our identity stories are formed based on incident. I walked away from that incident with the identity stories of uh, I'm not masculine. You know, I'm girly. I'm not masculine. I walked away with the, I'm not good at sports. I can't kick balls. And I ultimately decided that I didn't like playing sport ever again after that, all because of that one incident. Now, the coach wasn't trying to hurt my feelings. I don't believe, I don't believe he was purposely trying to, you know, have me walk away going, I'm useless at sports and I should never play it again. But that's only what I choose to take away from it. And so that's what an incident story is. So I'd love for you to just quickly, again, type in the chat box. I'm not going to, I'm not going to shout them out it down, but what is one big incident? Just one little capture. Is there one particular event that you either shaped you in a positive way or maybe disempowered you, but ultimately you took some really core uh, identity stories away from that particular incident. If there's one that pops, type in the chat box or write it on a piece of paper. I'd love for you to just capture that down. So if our stories are identity and incident stories, so who's the narrator? Who is the narrator of all these stories? Who's writing these stories? Yes, we are. You are. You are the person who writes your story. And so if you're the person who writes your story, I want to share with you particularly that everything in life, if, it, if it's not clear to you right now, by now already, Everything in life is a story. Money is a story. Like who told you that that little piece of plastic, either a car or the plastic that you actually have in cash in your wallet is worth $5, for example. Who said that a $5 note is worth $5? Like it's just plastic. It has no real value outside of whatever the raw materials are. Why do we call it $5? Because we have a story attached to it. And it's not just you have that story. There's a collectively agreed story. So therefore they will accept, but that's all it is. Everything that we know life is just a story. Everything. And if we're the narrators of our life and we ultimately choose what something means and what those stories are, then it stands to reason that if you are telling yourself a story that does not empower you and it holds you back and it changes your life in a way that isn't serving you, you can easily just change that story. You just write a new chapter. Every time something happens and you may, maybe it's a struggle chapter. Well, this is just that chapter where you're going through some struggle. But if you've ever done any look or study in English or wherever you might've heard it, there's the great principle called the hero's journey. And if you've never heard of it, I encourage you to look it up. But basically every movie from Harry Potter to Star Wars to everything you've ever really loved, most of these follow the hero's journey narrative. And the hero's journey narrative is ultimately where there is a call to adventure 
There's a whole bunch of struggle and challenge. And then eventually, once you get through the belly of the beast, you come to this excited, aha, we're at the other end. And then it starts all over. And that is the story of our lives as well. You are the narrator. And that ultimately is up to you. You've been listening to The Carl Taylor Show, and I'm so grateful that you're here right now. Now, if you've liked this episode and would like to hear more from me, then there's two simple actions to take right now. Step one, click subscribe on whatever device you're listening to this on right now so that you can get notified about future episodes. So go on, do it right now. Find that subscribe button and click it. Step two, now that you've done that, is visit me over at carltaylor.com. On the website there, you'll be able to find the show notes from today's episode, as well as all the previous episodes, plus details on how to get copies of my books, details on how to get in contact with me, and so much more. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart that I'm so grateful that you are here. It's an absolute honor to be a part of your journey. And until next time, just be happy, be healthy, be fulfilled, but most importantly, be awesome.